Hi, this is Dr. Evka, or Eva Tesnik, MD. Now, before I begin and I get into this episode, I have something really interesting to tell you. I just wrote the solo podcast handbook because I was a failure the first time I tried to do solo podcasting. It took me forever just to get enough words to create one episode. Um, like it would take me all day to create a half hour podcast episode when I'm busy and I felt like I was listening to crickets. And if you have felt like you're in that situation, whether you've just started uh, podcasting uh, yourself, or you've been podcasting for a while, but you want it to be a little less stressful, then uh, come join me with a reuse method or go get my book, The Solo Podcast Handbook. It's available for free on Amazon Kindle, or you can pay for it otherwise on Amazon. And I look forward to talking to you more there about how to make your podcast journey a little bit easier. Hello, all you caregivers who are caring for everybody else and just want answers and solutions to your difficulties. Welcome to the Doctor of the Podcast, where I help people just like you uh, embrace the complexities of taking care of everybody else and being caregiver, um, providing you with bite-sized pieces of digestible knowledge. Because knowledge can equal power, and with more knowledge and more power, maybe you find more freedom, less stress, and more time. I'm in business of decreasing your stress level, helping to hopefully save your life, and I'm your host, Doctor. So I want you to take a moment and imagine a situation where some of the fear and the overwhelm that you're feeling right now is replaced with knowledge because knowledge can equal power. So let's say you're in a situation where you're really concerned about your loved one. They have a medical condition. You know some of the information about it, but you're not really sure about everything there is to know. And you want to get more answers and more solutions. Or perhaps you have something going on with yourself and you want to get more answers. You want to get more solutions. You want to feel like you're in more control. And some of the way, one of the ways that you can get more control is by um, having more knowledge on the topic and having things broken down to you in a way that makes them less overwhelming and that makes them understandable. One of the things I've noticed that helps a lot of people get out of that overwhelm mindset and that overwhelm mentality is really just knowing what there is to know about the subject. Like, like being able to get it from a nuanced way so that when you're looking at the information, it's, um, it's accessible and it's available and you're understanding it pretty well so that you can make decisions not based upon oh, what you think is right but based upon information that you think is more more likely to be right because medicine can change all the time sometimes what we know now 50 years down the road 25 years down the road what we know then may be a little bit different but let's say that doesn't happen what is the most updated information that we have right now and how can that most updated information then help to guide your decision making
And one of the things that can help you to get rid of that overwhelm, can help you to get into a place where you feel like you have the knowledge base is knowing where to go get that information. Because there's so many choices of where you can find your medical information, but some of them are gonna be better than others. There's gonna be so many places where you can uh, get information that'll help you make decisions about what you need to do. But some of those places are gonna be more accurate than others. When you finally find the places that are more accurate, the places where you have the information broken down to you in a more nuanced way, that kind of makes sense, a lot of that confusion that you may be feeling right now might be able to go away. So it can be replaced by this gut feeling that you have that you're getting the information from from where you need to get it from so where do you look for information and again the, the where to look for information can feel kind of confusing because there's so many places where medical information or information about your health is available online so so examples of that is that you could find things like on the internet right you can go online there's so many places on the internet where you can find information but how much of that information is actually based upon research studies and how much of it is just personal opinion right and how how do you know so just going on the internet by itself can feel kind of confusing without giving a better sense of like what information on the internet is more accurate. I'll give you an example of that with uh, Wikipedia. I remember last year having to redo an article on Wikipedia about F. Pfizer food protein induced enterocolitis syndrome, which is a type of non-IgE media food allergy. The information on that Wikipedia article was so absurd. I have no idea where it came from, but there it was and we needed another Solution. So I rewrote the Wikipedia article. I may have to rewrite it every once in a while. I'm just looking at like see where we are with with it. Um, uh, but uh, places online, like you think you're going to an online dictionary, the Wikipedia, but not everything on Wikipedia is always accurate. Another place that you can find your information is their friends and family. However, friends and family may not necessarily be in the medical field. So they may provide you with information based upon their own personal stories or their personal anecdotes. But it just might be that. Like, are you, are you getting more harm or more good from talking to family? Of course, it's, or from friends. Of course, it's great to talk to them. Like, you get uh, some of the time because you, they get to share their world with you. You don't feel so alone because all of a sudden you're sharing your experiences. And that's a good thing. But the worry about it is that you might wind up um, picking up information, which might not necessarily serve you. And the third place you can look up information is the online support groups. Now, online support groups are great in so many ways because the people who are going through what you're going through are going to be sharing their experiences and everyone's on a different place in their journey and as you hear about their journey you might be able to use some of the tidbits that they give you or some of the advice that they give you to help you with what's going on with you um, but again there can also be in some of these online support groups they can be this um, the group mentality when one person starts to believe something that's, and there may be perhaps like an authority figure and they share with others and then other people 
pick up on that and then spread the authority figure's message to other people in the support group without necessarily knowing how accurate it is or how factual it is and without going back to the sources. Going to the sources is always a good idea um, looking at the research studies. And by being able to find information more in the places where it makes sense, hopefully you're feeling less of that confusion and more of the sense of like, you know, what I'm looking for right now, it's, it's right. It's, I'm looking for things exactly where I need them to be. Now, you might be thinking, how is that even possible? Creating this sense of aha, like I'm getting my information from places that make more sense can feel like it's hard to do because there's you could be swimming through all kinds of information wading through all kinds of information just trying to figure out like what you should listen to and what you shouldn't having that sense of I'm going to the best places I'm getting my information from the best sources may feel like it's out of reach. But just continue to pay attention here. I was once in a similar situation. I felt all alone like you did. And to the two examples of where I kind of felt all alone uh, were, were with my food, food allergies, with FPIs, food protein induced colitis syndrome, where I wrote a book about it to help explain further. But the other place where I kind of felt all alone was in my journey with my daughter with colic where she cried and cried and cried uncontrollably for long periods of time and as she cried so much I wanted to know like what can I do for her I it, the, the cries that she was having the cries of colic are so ear-piercing and so so Heart, so heart drenching for the parent to hear and all you want to do is the best thing for your child to be able to help them and so I talked to other individuals whose children may have been experiencing calling and they kind of tell you that it's gonna get better over time and may give you some suggestions of what to do with your child but um, those are their personal suggestions and um, I, great to be part of a community where you're sharing with others, but is there more? Like, what else are you missing? The, what they may share with you during a conversation may not be as much as something you might be able to pick out elsewhere. People are busy. They all know everything. They might not be able to spend hours upon hours talking to you about colic and babies that just cried. You want to go somewhere else where you can get your information. You want to know where, where to get it. And there, there's challenges when, when you do this, when you try to find all the information you can about a topic to help guide you, or not maybe even all the information, but more, the, more of the bite-sized pieces of important information that can help guide you on your caregiving journey, whether that's with caring for your child, maybe it's even caring for yourself. Uh, but there's challenges with, with doing that. Um, first of all, you need to know where to look for information. I know one of the places that I look for a lot of my information is actually in the research studies. So I go on PubMed, um, which is done by the National Institutes of Health, and I just look at the research studies. Like, what do the research studies, what do the researchers have to say about the topic? Because I think that's really important. But the problem with going through research studies uh, and evaluating them is there could be hundreds upon hundreds of research studies that you have to wait 
through. And when you're busy, when you're on the caregiving journey and you're looking for information for your uh, for for your for your loved one or for yourself, you might find yourself just not having the time to do that and then then the question also becomes like how much knowledge is enough right like at one point you have to say you know this is all i know about the topic right now this is all that's available for me right now and and this is all i can get and the information i have may not be complete but it's all that's available for me right now and i'm going to be okay with that so there's also a limit to informational overload. I sometimes also like going to through books written by like researchers, like PhDs on a topic, or physicians and MDs who've really extensively studied the topic, who are well reviewed and seem to know what they're talking about. But again, you kind of have to combine that with the literature. One of the books I have coming out is called The Colic Handbook. It's available now as part of a Kickstarter campaign because I want to get more information from you about what you think about it. And I want to make a collaborative project. I've already looked through all the research studies about colic or babies that cry and cry and cry. I've written that part of it, but I just want to get your input. So hence the Kickstarter campaign. You can find it on my website, drevka.com. And so you, you, when you're trying to go from a place where not understanding and confusion to lack of overwhelm, you may encounter challenges, but those challenges don't have to stop you from creating understanding, creating power that comes from knowledge. Even though things are hard and it can be hard to get all the information you want on the topic, as long as you're looking for it, as long as you're, you're going through research studies, you're reading the books, you're talking to people, you're doing better than somebody who's just sitting there and going, I don't know, I'm feeling incredibly overwhelmed. When I was in the same place where you were, where I was feeling overwhelmed and I'm like, I just wanted to get the bite side chunks of information so that I could do something from them. I decided instead of being scared and not wanting to know more, I was going to be brave. I was going to be brave in figuring out how to care about my loved one without becoming terrified if the information that I received was too scary. I think it was better for me to come to a place where I said, you know, even if the information, the truth that I'm going to be share, that's going to be shared with me will be hurtful or will be scary. I'd rather know that than to be in a place where, where I don't know. And then the other thing you sometimes have to do is you have to walk and do something that's outside the norm because not everybody is going to approach a situation and want to know everything about it. Some people will be like, you know, I'm happy with what I know. I don't want to know more. Let's just take it every day as it comes. Or I'd rather be in a place of denial or a place of just accepting with whatever this is without knowing what else is more because if I know everything else, it might just wind up being too scary. Now you might be in a place where what I'm sharing with you uh, might not apply for you to you. you. Might feel like it's not applying to you. Maybe you're someone who doesn't want to know all the information. Maybe you're someone who's just 
okay with living in the present and taking each day, day by day by day. Or maybe you're someone who already feels like you have enough knowledge, you don't have to search for it anywhere else, you're good, you feel like this is gonna be a temporary issue, so you're fine and you're just gonna let things go where they are and you're gonna just let things be. And it's okay, it's okay to have those kinds of mindsets, uh, but the worry that I always had for myself is if I didn't know enough, if I let myself just be and I lived in the present without thinking about the future, what could I be doing today? What am I missing that I'm not doing today because I'm too afraid to know more about the future or because I'm not just taking the time to know about what this condition, what my caregiving journey is going to look. I want to give you some examples of how you can create the sense of control and knowledge through power, even if you're in these other situations. Give you an example back to my topic of colic. Let's say that you have a baby who just cries and cries and cries and cries. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to be in a situation where you just let things be, hoping that over time it gets um, better and then when it gets better it's not something you worry about or are you going to do something right now to decrease the amount of cries that your baby is doing so that it, because one of the worries about colic and crying is that the longer it occurs the longer your baby is crying the more it's going to grind on your emotions the hard and the more stronger your emotions become of annoyance or fear or concern about your baby the harder it is for you to be able to control um, those feelings and the more likely you are to do something about them like for instance lash out and and do you want to be in a situation where you do that or do you want to get the knowledge that you need so that um, you're better able to control your actions when you have specific emotions uh, that come from not knowing, being overwhelmed, and being confused about what to do next for your for, for your loved one. This is this this is just one example. There are others of what you can do, or why you might want to um, seek out that knowledge when you when you are feeling like you're comfortable, like you you know enough about a topic, but you maybe there's more um, to know. Perhaps it's a good idea to seek out that knowledge just to be able to give you uh, even greater peace of mind. With very few exceptions, you cre can create this wonderful thing in your life. You can create this sense of having more power and more freedom that comes from increasing your knowledge about a topic. I want you to apply what you learned right away. Uh, and go out there and find a topic that you want to know more about. And then I want you to look at the research studies at PubMed for a moment. But if you're not sure what those uh, research studies mean, I'm writing more books about various types of medical conditions and I'd love to hear your input about what you want me to discuss about it. So in the comments section of this podcast, let me know what you want me to discuss and I'll try to include it in a future episode. Thank you. Mm -hmm.